Hi, I'm Mike Palin. And I'm Mary Palin. And we'd like to welcome you to our podcast, which we call... Mondays with Mike and Mary. You know, all weekend long, Mary and I think about our most recent R-squared coaching sessions and select just for you some highlights. Yeah, either a parade of techniques or an ask the experts that we think is going to help you in your business. And these come from the smartest... Most generous. And the best trained agents in North America. Just remember, because what happens on R squared stays, stays on, on R squared, it's confidential. So, so we don't use names. Now, if you'd like to find out how R squared coaching could help you in your business, go to floydwickman.com and you'll find the most affordable and the most effective coaching program on the planet. And now, here's Mondays, Mondays with, with Mike, Mike and, and Mary. Mary. been in the Wickman family for a while, you know some of the dialogues and especially the referral lead generator where you say, who do you know who? I'm expanding my business. Who do you know who? So I hope you know the dialogue well, if you've yeah. been in the family. But what do you say the second time you call or the third time or the fourth time? Or what if you've been in our family for seven years? Besides, who else do you know? <laughs> well, right. Like, we know we don't stalk people. We yeah. call them three times a year. Right. But here's a new little dialogue. I love it. Same, same track. But here's what you say. It's been two years since you bought your house. I'm so curious, what kind of updates have you had? How do you like the neighborhood? How are the kids doing? You know, all that kind of stuff. And then you say, you know, uh, I want you to consider me your real estate resource. So if you ever need anything, plumbers, electricians, uh, anything like that, I hope you'll call me because I have relationships with a lot of people, but I'm always looking for new vendors to add to my list. Hmm. So you mentioned that you put a new deck on last summer. That's awesome. Were you pleased with the work they did? Would you recommend them? Should I consider adding them to my vendor list? Great. Would you mind texting them to introduce us to one another? And what I'll do is follow up and contact the person who built your deck after you send the text. Isn't that a neat idea? I have a person for everything. Well, and now I'm contacting the vendor. Yeah. So do people ever talk to someone in construction and say, well, we don't know if we're adding on or if we're going to move? You know, right? So who do those leads go to? And what if you developed a mutually referral ref based on referrals, mutually beneficial relationship? I just, I just love that. It's been two years since you bought your house. What kind of updates have you been doing? Ooh, isn't that neat? It's a good one. Love it. So what does everybody have uh, stuck to the ceiling or hidden away in a closet, not even installed? A smoke alarm, right? Well, everybody did, better have a smoke alarm. I think it's like cold most places. Did you know seven people a day die from house fires that could have been prevented by having a smoke alarm that was working? Am I on the right call here? Is this like one of those safety announcements or what? No, this is a an opportunity to talk to the people in your book of business. Here's another reason to call them. <gasps> a parade of techniques? Yeah. The American Red Cross 
is giving away smoke alarms. What? Yeah. So call your book of business. How many do you have? How many do you need? The American Red Cross will give them to you. You can deliver and install them. Wait, the American Red Cross will deliver them to your real estate office? Yeah. Oh, that's totally cool. Yeah. And then you could then knock on doors, deliver them to clients, whatever. Oh, I love it. What a good service. Very nice. Yeah, what a way to serve our people. And keep them safe. Mm, love it. For sure. All right, ask the experts. Time. Yeah. All right, so I met these people at an open house. I know they have to sell in order to buy, but somehow or another they revealed that the decision makers and the people that will qualify for the loan is pretty much like everybody in their family. Like they're all putting their hat in the ring to buy this next house. Mom, dad, son, Uncle son's Joe. wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. All right. So that made me feel like Oh, this is going to be hard. Oh, this is going to be a waste of time. How am I going to get all these people to make a decision? And of course, they want to buy one before they sell their house, but they can't sell. They can't buy till they sell. Right. Oh, man. How do I adjust my attitude? Because I want to run screaming in the other direction. Oh. Yeah. It's a good, isn't that a neat question to bring to your board of directors? That's what I love about having a board of directors. It's the Ask the Experts formula, and let's put our heads together. Yeah. What kind of advice did you get? All kinds of advice. Um, change your thinking, do affirmations. Um, what's the first step? And the first step might be get them pre-qualified. Have all seven people who are going to be on the mortgage meet with your loan rep and see what kind of loan they can get and what they need to do to be able to buy this house, buy any house. And that's your first step. So see if you can schedule a sit down. What about upgrading your CTEL? Come into the office. How does that work? And who can you get come to that? And what if you did a really good job of getting them to commit to you, to be loyal to you, would that change your thinking? Um, it's okay to say no. Just because you meet somebody that wants to buy a house doesn't mean you are obligated to work with them. Oh, yeah. Floyd even said that many times. One of the biggest mistakes new people make is thinking they have to work with everybody. Well, and this person is not by any means new, but you can fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. You know, where you feel like, well, they said they want to buy. It's my job to make sure that they can. And it's okay to not take them all. You, Floyd says you don't need them all. You can't get them all, and you don't need them all anyway. Where would you put them? Uh, Canada! <laughs> the United States attic. If you no, got I'm them all, kidding. where would you put them? That's right. Yeah. So anyway, You couldn't help them anyway. So what if, what if you decided what your standards were? What if you laid out some hoops that they had to jump through. And if they don't jump through them, you go, adios amigos, right? Like, first you call my lender, and then you call me with what mm -hmm. he said or she said. And then step three, blankety, but I don't know. Here's but the process. Do you raise, want to follow it? Raise your standards. Ask the experts.
I have one too. Actually, well, I hope so. I have two in one. Oh boy. But the same question came up from two different teams. Okay. There must be a theme running through the market these days. Okay, I've got a listing appointment and the seller knows a past client of mine. And that's how I got referred to them. And the past client sold their house in one day. So this seller's expectations are, ba-boom, bada-bing, bada-boom, it's gonna be done. No problem. So they're interviewing people and they send me an email that says, will you cut your commission? Uh-oh. Now this is a situation that's happened with two different teams. Identical, identical. <laughs> Should I accept less if it's a slam dunk kind of listing? Guess what the number one answer is? No! <laughs> <laughs> that was number one and it was kind of unanimous, but. Wait, hey, how is something kind of unanimous? It either is or it isn't, okay. Right, well, here's the best piece of advice. This is handled in person. It's not handled via email. It's not handled by a phone. Where do most listings get lost? Before your face to On face. the phone, that's right. Why is it answering stupid questions like, will you cut your commission? Right. But you need some reply. You can't just say, let's get together. you got to have some yeah. response. And what is the perfect response to it? Oh, you know I think it. you're going to tell Set us. it aside. Yeah. Right? You know, commissions are negotiable. I'm so glad you brought this up now. I'm willing to work for whatever commission you and I can agree on. Okay, I'm push sure. pause for just a minute. Yeah. Commissions are negotiable. That yeah. is a true statement. Most people negotiate down. We have the right to negotiate up. Mm -hmm. So anytime someone says, will you negotiate your commission, what's the answer? I mean, commissions are negotiable. And that is the true statement that I, of course I'm willing to negotiate a commission. Of up. Course. No, you don't mention up. Okay. And then the other thing you said, set it aside. I'm willing to work for whatever you and I can agree upon. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want less than what I want, obviously we're not we're agreeing. We're not in agreement. So yeah. yeah. So these little dialogues that Floyd invented, those work just as well today as they ever did. But don't be thinking you're not telling the truth because they are the truth. You can't talk commission until you get face to face and build rapport. Get him to like you, trust you, respect you. Right. See that you solve problems for them. See that you have your best, their best interest at heart. See your yippity doo dah marketing plan. Wow, you do all of that? Yes, Carmen does everything everyone else does. And, and a, a whole, whole lot, lot more. more. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk commission logically, emotionally, effectively until Over the all that other stuff happens. By text. Because it's a big number. It's yeah. not the biggest number on their net sheet. That's right. probably their loan payoff. But it's still a big number. So what do you do? You go to net instead of price. That's what we've been talked to. ASAP, as soon as possible, go to net. You get stats on your list to sale price ratio and the discount broker's list to sale price ratio. I guarantee you discount brokers get a lower percentage of sale price. They just do. Way more. Hey, Way know, more often. You know my friend. <laughs> what if my friend found out that after oh. I charged them full commission, I discounted it for you? They'd tell everybody, and that's the last time I'd work for anybody either of you know.
Yeah. Never have to worry about that when you work with me. I'm what fair if, to everyone. What if we got you full price or more in less than 30 days? Would we negotiate at closing? Anything's possible, but let's get together. Here's one I always loved. Is there some hardship here I'm not aware of? I love that. Which services should I reduce if we're going to reduce the commission? You know, oh, that other agent who's discounting? How long were they in your house? Mm. And how many times did you have to ask them to discount? Oh, so they were there 42 minutes and you only had to ask once and they caved. Hmm. You know, that's 3% of the commission. 3% of the total sale price, half the commission goes to the co-broke. They probably give one of those 3% to their broker. So they were give, willing to give away half of their income in 42 minutes because you only asked once. Who do you want negotiating to protect your equity? Some weakling like that or me, your equity protector? <laughs> I, you know, handle this in person. Don't try to handle it on the phone or via email or text. This is the essence of negotiating. And what does Floyd say? When you're negotiating money, money always be face-to-face. Face face. Thank you, Floyd. Yeah, thank you, Floyd. Have a wonderful day.